Support for this episode and the following message comes from CRS Marble and Granite. CRS Marble and Granite was founded in 2005 and would quickly become the Stones Industry standout supplier of exotic quartzite, granite, marble, as well as quartz. The official partner of LG Viaterra Quartz Surface, Maine, the USA, has firmly established itself as a major international player. With a keen eye for quality, CRS is a company that prides itself on strict attention to detail when purchasing stone. That's why they offer personalized and professional service performed by dynamic salespeople. Their aim is to demystify and simplify your buying experience so that you purchase the absolute best stone for your lifestyle. Call 919-784-9282 or visit crsgranite.com to schedule an appointment or obtain more information today. episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. Our topics this week are how the coronavirus has impacted week four of the 2020 NFL season, which position is most important on the football field, the 2020 NBA finals between the Heat and Lakers, and two brothers, two picks for week four. But first, we talk about how the coronavirus has impacted the NFL for week four. The Patriots first Chiefs game got postponed, and it may be played Tuesday it may be canceled. We don't know yet. And then the Titans game also got postponed. So what does this mean for the NFL? Well, you can be up, up to two weeks asymptomatic. So the Patriots p- played, um, who did they play last week? Uh, the Raiders. Yeah, so the Raiders now have to quarantine, maybe check check if they have COVID. The, um, lot, the Seahawks, maybe, because it's up to two weeks, maybe would have to check. And then who the Seahawks played last week, they would have to check. And then same thing with the Chiefs. Whoever they played, the, I mean, um, the Ravens would have to check. And then um, who they played two weeks ago would have to check. And the teams that they played. So this is, it's, it's a lot of teams that have to be quarantined. And just for this week, I think the games are going to be postponed. I don't, I don't think this is going to work with four teams out. They're going to have to move around the whole season and think about if they test other teams and their games end up being postponed because maybe the Raiders might, some of the Raiders might have COVID. So it's a hard situation, but if I were in their shoes, I'd, I'd postpone this week, move it to the last week of the season. So, yeah, as Art said, the Titan first Steelers game got postponed. Actually, so they're using this week, week four, as their bye week. And both of the teams' bye weeks, they uh, were week seven, so they moved both teams to that week seven game. Um, and then the Patriots game, so it started with Cam Newton testing positive, and then there was a huge flow of Patriots players that started testing positive. And they guaranteed the game's not going to be played Sunday. They said either Monday or Tuesday. I don't think any of the games are going to be um, – I don't think this game is going to be played, especially because – um, it you can be asymptomatic for up to two weeks, and um, if Cam Newton has it, there's no telling who he spread it to. And if 
the Chiefs get in contact with that, that's just going to be a huge problem. And as you said, they're going to have to, each team will have to go back to the two opponents they faced because it's two weeks for the coronavirus. You can be asymptomatic. And they're going to have to test every single team. I think they should just pause the NFL, put the NFL on pause, get everything straightened out and set, and then just move on with the season. They should pause. As I said, no no team should be able to practice. No team should get any advantage over the other team. But they, they already rescheduled the Titans versus Steelers game. So I think if another... If there would be a third team that started with this, they would have to pause the season and reschedule it um, to open on another date, just like they did with the NBA season. Now we're going to talk about which segment is most, um, which position is most important on the football field. And this segment is a shout out to Todd. He commented on one of our. Um, he commented on one of our episodes, and he suggested we should do a segment about what is the most important position on the football field. Todd says it's the offensive line as they protect the quarterback, open holes for the running back, and give the wide receivers time to get open. No team has ever won a Super Bowl without a great O-line. And thanks for your time. That's what Todd said. So, Arsh, what do you think is the most important position on the football field? Well, this one is hard because, I mean, so maybe some people would say wide receiver or tight end, but... I I can argue that without a tight end, you can still be good. Without a few wide receivers, you can still be good, just like the Chiefs and 49ers were. But most teams have good um, wide receivers and maybe a good tight end. Now, as a QB, lots of people would say a QB. That's probably one of the most important, but I'm not going to say that. I agree with Todd on this. Offensive line is pretty important, but if your defense isn't good, you won't be good. Like, and... You used to have been, be able to have a bad offense and a good defense and still win. Now, you need a good defense and a good offense because no one has ever, no team has ever won without a good defense. So, if I were, um, if I were to choose, it would probably be uh, a cornerback because without a good cornerback, they're just gonna rip you up in the passing game. Now you could argue that they're not gonna have, um, they're not gonna have cornerbacks. But I just think cornerbacks are safety stuff to do with the secondary. So that's my pick. Um, I'm gonna say most people would say quarterback, as I said. I am not gonna go with quarterback. Um, I do agree with Todd that the offensive line is very important. But I'm gonna go. Um, wide receiver here. Unless you have someone like Tom Brady that's going to totally raise up everyone, which he couldn't even do last year with a horrible receiving core, there's no way you're going to get anyone to catch passes. And if they do catch passes and they consecutively catch passes, that means they're a good receiver. They're emerging. If you have Tom Brady, as I said, he last year he didn't even have a good um, receiving core. They still won 14 or 13 and 3, I think. Or twelve and four, but he never even um, he ne- he tried to get so- the Patriots receivers last year had the least separation in all of football. What does that tell you? That means he was working with horrible receivers. And if you have horrible receivers, there's no way you're going to win a Super Bowl. You have to pass to your tight end, and yeah, that may be good. But let's take Patrick Mahomes for an example, a rising quarterback. 
he has a good quarter. Um, he's a great quarterback, yes, and he has a good tight end. But where would he be without Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, and Sammy Watkins? That um, Legion of Zoom. What would he be? Not great. Not as good as he is right now. I can tell you that because receiving literally is how unless you ride the run game, which is old school football. That's not how the NFL is played right now. And I'm going to go back with the arch cornerback. You can have good safeties that can take on wide receivers. If you only have two good wide receivers, you can have the middle linebackers that um, play zone, and then you can have the safeties that play cornerback. So what do you, what would you say is the second most position then? Quarterback or offensive line or any other position? Well, second most, I, I would shift over to the offense and. Obviously, I think QB, but I'm not going to say QB, but that doesn't mean I think it's important. It's probably top five. I could, I can't really rank it, though, because it's really hard. All these positions contributing, it's really hard. So, um, I think that probably, I'd, I'd say QB, but there's a lot of factors into a good winning team. I would agree also quarterback. You just take Russell Wilson, for example, two great receivers, but he is such an improviser QB. He is an amazing quarterback. He can play out of the pocket, just like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are all playing out of the pocket. That's the new style. Um, and so when you see quarterbacks that can do this, they lead their team. Kyler Murray, another great player rising up. So if I had to go with the second, it would definitely be quarterback, no doubts about it. So the NBA Finals. The Lakers are up 2-0. Um, the next game is 7.30 p.m. on Sunday. And is this comeback time for the Heat? Or is this going to be a sleep? Well, I think before off-camera, it was um, Sunday we didn't, or Saturday we didn't talk about this because the Heat were still playing the Celtics. But I had the Heat in seven. I love underdogs. But that seems very unlikely right now, especially because the Lakers are up 2 all. They're playing dominant. Um, Bam Adebayo and Gordon Dragic both didn't play Game 2. Um, their status is unknown for Game 3 so far. The next game is Sunday at 7.30. It will probably start shortly after. But Jimmy Butler, um, Tyler Hero, Jay Crowder, and Andre Iguodala, and Kendrick Nunn. That is not a bad starting lineup especially for a team that's not that great, that is a very good starting lineup. And Iguodala is the only person, I think, that can actually try and stop LeBron. LeBron, in the 2017 finals or 2016 finals, Andre Iguodala took down LeBron's shooting percentage from 50, I mean, not from 50, I think it was 6 or 7%. So that was that's how good his defense is. I think he'll get them a chance. He's so old now against LeBron He's with the Lakers. With AD? Yes. Really? I know. they have The Lakers have such a good bench and AD and LeBron. But I think that the Heat will at least win one. And Jimmy Butler will have to put, and Tyler here will have to put this team on their back. And Duncan Robinson until Bam and Dragic get back. Not going to happen. I think this is a sweep only because Adebayo and Dragic got hurt. I, I was saying in five, but now that they're hurt, it's gonna, it has well, to be a they sweep. Could, they could and it would back. be so crazy if he sweeps. Um, if he sweeps during, like the, you're playing the second best team and you sweep. That would be so best crazy. Team. They were ranked five coming into that. It doesn't matter. Five. They're in the NBA Finals now, aren't they? Yes, I know. Okay, so they're the second best team in the league now. If they if they sweep 
the heat. That was just that would just cement his dynasty. Sweeping. How dominant are you when you can? You, they can't even win one game. The one versus five seed and a sweep is not that crazy. You it play, is crazy when they do, make it to the when Arsh, they make it to. You do you do a one v eight in the first um in the first round of the playoffs. So one v five is not that far. It from is that. when you make it to the, when you make it to the finals. It is they're inspired and they're really good. Okay. Well, we, wait. The heat doesn't mean anything. I know, but the heat great get, doesn't mean anything. You can get hot and then be really good. I know. Just like the Giants were, they became a wild card team. They won the Super Bowl. Okay, so you, you can't say that because the helmet catch. So, so it doesn't matter. Yes, there was great plays. Exactly. But why? Because great, great players make great plays. Okay, but let me, great plays make dynasties and. Or Super Bowls, like in that case. Okay, wait. Let me get back to no, the Dragons. Let point. me get back to the Dragons. Wait, let me say the Dragons versus Adebayo. They could get Dragic them back in Adebayo. No, Dragic probably is out for the whole series, and Dragic with and Adebayo are out. That's not good, and Jacob Butler hasn't been playing that good. Um, Kendrick Nunn is trying his best to carry the team. I love him. He's a great rookie, but it's not going to happen against AD. They don't even have anyone who can cover AD. Then they also have, um, they have AD, they have LeBron, obviously, some people call him the GOAT. They have, um, they have Caruso, KCP, Rajon Rondo, they're good, and Dwight Howard, no one can cover him. And they're just throwing alley-oops, and it's just going to the rim every time, and LeBron's making amazing assists and awesome plays. And they're just hitting threes They in game one and game two. Not so much, but game one. So if they play like this, it's a sweep easy. And it's LeBron James. It's LeBron James, the GOAT, some people say. I'm just going to call him the GOAT for easier, like for me to say it easier because I'm probably going to say it a lot, lot. But the GOAT. No way. The MJ. Goat, MJ. That's what I think. But the GOAT and um, AD, who's... Finally in a, a finals, fin- no pun intended, but he's finally in the finals, and we saw what he did in his debut, I think fourth or fifth all time. Yeah, fourth, and let's just go back to that. His first game, 34 points, second game, 32 points. So do you think he was made for this, or do you think on the New Orleans team he couldn't do it by himself? Well, if he was made for it, he would have done bring New Orleans to it. I'm well, not, they, he New Orleans had no other pieces. That's not true. They did. Who? He just never did anything with them. He could have. He if he was there's some players. He's kind of like he's probably he's a really good star, but he's not the type of player that can be like the center of it. He's not like a LeBron James where he puts the he puts the franchise up. He's kind of like. I mean, maybe, but Dwayne it's, Wade no. type. He's a star, but he can't get to it the sure finals. It sure looks like he's him. doing. He gets LeBron, so he's good enough. He's way better than good enough to make it to the finals. But, but he just can't do it by himself. It's he sure. needs a second player, whether it's someone under him or someone above him. And in this case, LeBron is a goat. He's above him. LeBron is not the goat. It's I, I know. I'm but, saying MJ, but I'm just gonna say the goat because it's way easier to say. But it looks like Anthony Davis is playing at a higher level than LeBron is. LeBron is, yeah, AD's racking up the points, and that's what's taking them to wins. Uh, LeBron is going, not going for triple doubles, but he's getting many triple, do- almost triple doubles, and he's playing out of his mind. But AD is averaging thirty-three point, 
33 points in first two games in his two finals debuts. He got 34. Exactly. That's crazy. That's what I've been saying. He's playing out of his mind. He needs someone to bring him to the finals, then that's where he steps up. And so far, I think he's going to be the finals MVP. I don't think so. I think it will be LeBron. If LeBron sweeps, as you said, and win finals MVP, that will certainly get him closer to the end um, for the GOAT conversation, but it will not win it for him. And now for our segment, Two Brothers, Two Picks, where we say who's a must-start for this week, week four, and for your fantasy lineup, or who you should try and get for this week or for the rest of the year. Yeah, so I think one of them is going to be Russell Wilson. He's going to be the MVP. He's playing the Dolphins, okay? The Cowboys have a better defense than the Dolphins. Um, the, the Falcons had a better defense than the Dolphins. They all had better de- better defenses than the Dolphins. He's going to throw to Tyler Lockett, and he's going to throw to DK Metcalf, and he's going to throw to Greg Olson, and maybe Chris Carson, and probably Will Disley, and he's going to have a great game. Against the Cowboys, he completed 27 of 40 passes for 315 yards and five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Zero, zero interceptions or fumbles, and it should have been six touchdowns because DK Metcalf celebrated way too early, got got it knocked out of him. By the way, shout out to Trevon Diggs, great play, Stephon Diggs' brother. On the Cowboys, just got drafted second round, pick 17, I think, or but it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, great play, should be six touchdowns, and six touchdowns, he had 34 points. Um, he had 34 fantasy points last week. Another touchdown? That's like 40-plus points. That's a crazy game. And just to further your point, he over the season he's had 14 touchdowns and one interception that wasn't even his fault. So he should have 15 touchdowns, including the DK Metcalf catch, and no interceptions. That's crazy. In the first three weeks, you're averaging five touchdowns. And then who's your second player? Okay, so my second player is going to be Daryl Henderson Jr. Um, he played, he got 19 points. Against the Bills, which is a really good defense, ranked the best one in drafts. But he's he's the Rams' top back. He's better than um, Malcolm Brown. And the Giants have allowed the 10th most running back fantasy points. He's projected 15.5. His position rank is 20, and he's only played two games. So against Dallas, he only got 0.6 points. Philly, he got 20.1. Buffalo, he got 19. And this is this isn't a PPR league, by the way. Yeah, but he's he's going to do he's going to be amazing. So, um, his boom rate is 24 percent. That's almost a fourth of his whole um of his whole by IBM Watson. His um boom rate is 24 percent to get over 21.8 points. And I and his bust rate is only 12 percent, and it's only 6.1 points less than. So I think he's going to do amazing. Um, Giants do not have a run defense, and they also have to respect the pass with Cooper Cup. Um, people like Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and their tight end. Um, the tight end for the Rams, he's been doing really Oh, good. Tyler Higby, yeah. Yeah, Higby. I forgot his name for a sec there. Um, Tyler Higby, amazing. And then Daryl Henderson. So I really think that Daryl Henderson will go off, and I also think that um, that Russell Wilson will go off. He's playing the Dolphins, 
and Daryl Henderson Jr. He plays on the Rams. He's playing the Giants. So my two picks um are um, Mark Andrews, the tight oh, end. Yes, really? yes. Listen, Mark Andrews, the tight end for the um Baltimore Ravens. Playing the Washington football team, who's ranked 27th in defense. That is horrible. And I could also pick Hollywood Brown. I could pick any receiver, um, Nick Boyle, um, um, Miles Boykin. Any receiver on the, um, on the Ravens will do great this game. So will Lamar Jackson, and so will Mark Ingram. Maybe J.K. Dobbins, too. No. The football team has a horrible defense. They're 1-2. The game they won was because Carson Wentz is way off his game this year. So that's why I have Mark Andrews. My second pick is OBJ, um, the wide what? receiver. Listen, the wide receiver for Dallas Cowboys against the um, against the Cowboys. I mean, the wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns against the Dallas Cowboys. The reason for this is because the Cowboys have allowed so many touchdowns this year. Last week, just look at five touchdowns, and you could say, oh, Russell Wilson, but still, five touchdowns. He's it's got sh- 5.2 points and 9.9 points. It's not going to happen. And the 9.9 points was against the Washington football team. Well, well, is Baker Mayfield different than Lamar Jackson? Definitely. So but, that Yeah, as in worse. Way worse. And so... And um, Mark Andrews yeah, got yeah. 3.9 and then 5.2. You're telling me he's going to do good? Yes, he will. And then OBJ, um, let me keep talking. So OBJ has got, he's done so well. He's a little off his game. You could say it's Baker Mayfield's fault. You could not. It doesn't matter. Um, He is amazing receiver. We all know how great he is. We all know that catch he has. And against the Dallas secondary that should have allowed six touchdowns, should have allowed six touchdowns. A great play by Trevon Diggs, as I said. This is a great matchup. Many experts are saying this is the matchup of the week, and he should be the best. He should be definitely started on the wide receiver, and I 100% agree with that. So that's why I have OBJ and um, OBJ and Mark Andrews for my two picks. Who are yours again? Mine is Russell Wilson and Daryl Henderson Jr. A reminder that support for this episode and the following message comes from CRS Marvel and Granite. CRS Marble and Granite was founded in 2005 and would quickly become the stone industry's standout supplier of exotic quartzite, granite, marble, as well as quartz. The official partner of LG Viaterra Quartz Surface, made in the USA, has firmly established itself as a major international player. With a keen eye for quality, CRS is a company that prides itself on strict attention to detail when purchasing stone. That's why they offer personalized and professional service performed by dynamic salespeople. Their aim is to demystify and simplify your buying experience so that you purchase the absolute best stone for your lifestyle. Call 919-784-9282 or visit crsgranite.com to schedule an appointment or obtain more information today. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. As you guys saw, we did one of your guys' topics, what you guys wanted, and if you just reach out to us, we can do it. You can leave a comment in um, the Apple Podcast app. I don't know if it's on the website, but I'm pretty sure it's on the app. And then also you could reach out to us through our um, podcast website. Anything is fine, and we'll listen to you guys. We'll do, if you guys want something, then we'll do it. And um, thank you guys again so much for listening. Until next time, we're the two brothers in their sports podcast.